Hi there, welcome to Beyond Domestic Violence. It's Grace Hart here and today we are talking about how to recognise and stop choosing abusive people. Now the first part is how to recognise, we're going to talk about that um, probably more so, um, to stop choosing them. That's, that's a bit of a journey. <laughs> it can be instantaneous or it can be a long recovery. There's no right or wrong. However, let's start talking about how to recognise. So those um, who have done a little bit of trauma work can um, are probably familiar with the, re- the traffic lights, you know, the green, the green flags, the red flags, the amber flags. I would like to encourage you to look at them as energies. And so a red light energy, so a person that's a, a red light, their abuse is pretty overt. It's, it's, it's really easy to, to see. That's when they're, you know, obviously yelling at you, violent. Um, you can see the manipulation. They're not hiding anything. They're, you can tell they're narcissists, for example. The amber energies, the person who chooses amber, they're a little bit sneaky. They're more the passive aggressives, the covert passive-aggressive narcissist, for example. So you, you don't see them coming, but you just feel weird in their presence. And then they're the green lights. You know, they're the green flag people. And they have a spaciousness around them. They have a kindness. And they don't have judgment in the universe. So we're going to go through them one by one. And this is just to show you the energetics of, of each it's not a exhausted list. It's just to let you um, become aware, um, highlight, if you like, um, some of what these energies are. So a red light person, they don't have any empathy. They don't have remorse. They don't tend to take the blame. They're always right. They have a superior point of view. And they are right into power and control. They're takers. They don't care about you in the sense of you're either a pawn or you're just part of their game and as, as long as you're useful, they'll keep you around and you get discarded if they're not, you're not. They minimise anything that you come up with. They laugh it off. They don't take your concerns um, as anything. Gaslighting's usually around in these sort of people and their silent treatment can happen as well. Stonewalling. So um, the, the real energy is that there's nothing wrong with them. It's always you. It's always someone else or something else that's causing the, the situation. If you try to get a, a um, red personality into any form of therapy or, um, you know, self, um, self-worth, uh, work, sorry, it's not real for them that, and it won't be sustainable. You know, they might come once or twice just to seem to be doing the right thing because they've deemed you, you know, worthy enough to keep as a partner or whatever it is. So they'll, they'll play that facade if they think it can get them more time. Also, these sort of personalities can go to, to therapy to actually learn how to abuse you better. So in other words, they sit there pretending that they're going to change, pretending they care, but really what they're doing is just gathering ammunition, gathering, gathering information that they can then fire at you. And, um, and, of course, in therapy, you, you tend to sort of discuss things that are more vulnerable to you. So they use that as, as a way to get that information. They can isolate you from your family, friends, by their behaviour. And 
and um, you know it's really all about their needs, being there for them, um, and they can also p- project. You know, the problem with you is this: you're judgmental, or you're you're bad, you're wrong. They also have no capability really to self-reflect. They're not interested because they're perfect. <laughs> they're not interested in looking at what you know how their how their personality or choices are affecting you and your world. So that's in a nutshell what the the red light personality is, right? The red flag personality. Now, with the red flag personality, uh, just hear the, the the beeping lights, you know, beep, 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 reversing lights and sounds. <laughs> um, they're not people that you would like to generate and create with. It's impossible that you'll just be a property and you'll just be discarded when um, you're no longer fulfilling their um, needs. So, and again, when I talked about stop choosing them, I get that's tricky depending on your trauma and where you sit on with that. It might not be as simple as, oh, that's a red person, you know, I'm not going to choose them. I get that. Um, if you've got a healthy personality and a healthy, you know, you're, you're able to have that awareness and take action and have your back, then you recognize them, right? However, if you're traumatized and um, you're dissociated, it's very challenging for you to be able to not choose them because you buy into the love bombing, you buy into their narrative. Red people tend to create a persona of exactly what you would like to see and what you're actually falling in love with is you. They will mirror what you desire and so because it's what you desire, you fall in love. You think it's beautiful but what you're actually loving is you. Um, So very, very tricky. All right, so the amber. Now, the, the biggest way to, cho- to recognize amber is when you're kind of going, I, just, I don't know what this is. It just feels weird. It's, there's, something wrong. there's something wrong, but I can't see anything wrong because they're behaving fine. So covert narcissism um, or covert passive-aggressive narcissistic abuse tends to fall into this category. And with covert narcissism, a lot of times people will stay in a relationship 10, 15, 20 years or ongoing because there's not an overt abusive style. You, you don't realise you're being abused unless you educate yourself on these more covert ways, um, you know, bastardised kindness, for example. So coercion tends to fall into the category um, also of amber. Now, coercion's absolutely in the category of red light as well. However, Amber can have coercion. You know when you're driving and there's times where the Amber light sort of comes on and you're kind of like, oh, do I go you know, Do I go through this? Do I put on the brakes? And you're kind of like, oh, there's that sort of anxiety. That's what shows up, tends to, tends to show up with Amber personalities. So if you're kind of just going, I don't feel, I don't feel like I, sh- I don't know whether I can go or stop or What's going on here? I, I, I don't know. You know, gaslighting is very common with the amber personality. You know, you're, you're actually um, assessing your – continually judging and assessing your, your reality, um, questioning your reality. So, you know, you, you're not getting hit. You know, there's no overt kind of abuse. It's all subtle. And every time you, you try to speak up about it or question it, you're, used, you're most likely going to be made wrong. Um, you know, I'll stop, you know, stop overreacting and I didn't mean that and where's your sense of humour, 
you know, and walking on eggshells happens with both red and amber light personalities. Um, but the with the amber, it demonstrates more, you can't put your finger on anything. So with the red light, you, you're walking on eggshells because you don't want to get hit. You're walking on eggshells because you don't want to encourage the drinking or him to, you know, go on a bender or, um, you know, hurt your kids or whatever it is, right? So you're walking on eggshells because you you very much know the threat. You very much know what's what's going to happen if you don't do or don't behave how you should, right? It's total manipulation, control and power with the reds. The ambers are more, you just feel wrong. You just feel like that, you know, sometimes it's a spectrum, but sometimes you can feel like nothing you nothing you say is worthwhile. Amber people, are, as I said, like covert narcissists, they'll, for example, they'll invite you to their home saying, you know, come and stay, come and stay with us. We really, we really think you need some time out and you, you know, we really believe in you. And so it feels like, you know, they're, they're kind and they're caring, but they've got an agenda. And they've got an agenda where maybe they want to tell their family and friends that, um, you know, they're helping you and how, and that's that superior, you know, point of view. And so you come, for example, you, you know, you go over to their home and you stay with them. But as soon as you arrive, instead of welcoming opening arms, what you might get is the devaluing stage where it's not actually, they're not that excited to see you. Or it might still be in open arms, welcome, you're amazing, it's the love bombing stage, you know, that where they care about you. Or And even this, this is not just romantic relationships, this could be, you know, family helping out family or friends helping out friends, etc. And so you might, you know, arrive at that person's home and they might be all happy because the covert narcissist, is, as long as you play their game and as long as you behave how they want you to behave, then you'll be treated fine, right? So you think. However, if you start to go ask questions or you know express something that doesn't work for you, or you don't fall, you're starting to show evidence that you're not falling into where they want to groom you and manipulate you, or you know their secret agenda to get you to this place, then all of a sudden that's when the discard kind of shows up more, or the devaluing, sorry, the devaluing stage. Um, with covert narcissists, for example, you've got you've got your three stages. There's the you know, idealization. They think you're amazing. They want to help you. They want to support you. They, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then it goes into the devaluing. You can flip between the two of those. And that's what's so confusing about the Amber. It's like, do they like me? They said they wanted me here, but I feel like I'm, you know, a waste of space. I feel like I'm not, something's wrong. Like they're not quite happy with me being here or whatever it is. And then if you don't fall into the, the way they want you to behave, you'll be discarded. And with CNs, the discarding can happen really quickly. Like, you know, you've got 24 hours to get out or you've got a, you know, a week to, or a fortnight or whatever to get out. Or it can just be immediate ghosting. So with Amber, there's just this unease. There's just this, I'm not on safe ground here. I'm feeling like I'm questioning, even though they're saying all these things and even though I've got no proof of anything to the contrary, I just feel like not quite right. I don't feel very worthwhile. I feel like there's a superiority here that they're, you know, so that's that's the energy of the amber, and then my favorite is the greens. <laughs> so the green personality is they're self-reflective. They're willing to look at themselves and go, "Yeah, I messed up. I'm so sorry." They're open to change, both in themselves and other people. They're generative. They take responsibility, as I said. They they walk their talk. 
and they're also willing to talk. And amber or red, they're not willing to talk. They're just having the conversation that they want to have and they're using control and power for you to fall into that. Greens don't have agendas. They're just truly, hi, how are you? Um, they're willing to, they don't, they don't judge you. They empower you. And there's an ease about them. There's a hopefulness about them. So for those, for example, like um, I have certain triggers that happen. That's getting less and less now. However, PTSD, for example, um, chronic PTSD is an injury to the personality. It's an injury to the brain, right? So it's not a disability. It's something that can change. To give you an example, if I was to meet a red personality and let them know that I had chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, they would most likely think, fantastic, I can totally control this person because I'll just learn about their triggers and manipulate them. Um, straight away, they would have the energy of, you're, <clears throat> excuse me, you're below them. And they, the one thing about red personalities is that they have a superpower ability to sniff out the vulnerable. And really what you've just said is, hi, I'm a, I'm a vulnerable personality. And they've gone fantastic, right? So, so they will use their control and power in overt ways to make you wrong, to embarrass you, to create shame with your uh, chronic PTSD. They'll minimise it. They'll joke about it. They'll, they'll do anything that, you know, in a covert way as well. Amber people would have the energy of, oh, you know, uh, that's terrible what that happened to you and I really care about you and you're amazing. You're amazing how, you know, for example, Grace, you're amazing how you're doing these podcasts and you're making such a difference in the world. And so that's that positive. However, then there'll be this gaslighting element of, um, yeah, it's funny how you, you know, you've got great stuff, but how come your stuff hasn't gotten out there? Or it, or even better, they might say, hey, you know, you're really good at that sort of stuff and, you know, you know, it'll be even better when you have more clients. It'll be even better when, you know, you work out what's going on that you don't want to get out there in the world. Or it'll have this kind of, you know, like movement forward like at the Amber Lights. Something feels like there's a movement forward, but then there's this also like put on the brakes. There's this, just, there's this weird kind of thing going on. And with um, Amber, it you'll start to get into you'll feel like you need to apologise. So, you know, we've had this situation with the Gabby and Brian, um, the, you know, the van life um, tragedy that's gone on there. And so Brian's got the elements of the covert narcissist. So it doesn't look like he's not caring of her if you were, you know, looking at that. Um, and she looks like or appears like she's the one that's got the instability, right? So anyone that's trained in, trained in domestic violence will be able to see straight away He's the covert narcissist. She's the one that's um, the, the victim, so to speak, here. And uh, we need to help her. And we need to help both of them, right? However, there's this energy of apologising. So, yes, you apologise with, a, with a, a red personality as well as an amber. But with the amber, it looks like what Gabby said. It's like, oh, I've got these problems. I've got, you know, ADHD or I've got OCD or, you know, I'm just, you know, I don't mean to be mean. I, I, you know, in fact, I'm not mean to him. You know, so it's this energy of um, he's coming as the covert abuser, the covert narcissist, and has said probably things in a way like, 
oh, you're so funny with your OCD, you know, and it's kind of mean when you when you do that, you know, for example. And then she, if she hears that enough, it's done in a very light, funny way, then you take it on. You take it on like, oh, yeah, you know, sometimes I, I get mean with, you know, and, and, you know, I'm just doing this and that. And so it's, it's a very um, unusual way to get manipulated. You end up, um, you know, I heard a, I heard a um, criminal profiler say, and I loved it when he said this, he said that, you know, we talk about the um, wolf in sheep's clothing and he says, but the, the, the covert narcissist, when your pathological, that pathological side is there, it's actually a wolf in your clothing. Because initially the amber personality um, or the covert abuser as well, they present exactly how you want them to be. And you think that that they're being that that's who they be. You don't think that they're actually just mirroring what you need to to trust and to engage with them and to feel safe with them. And so then when they've got you, when they actually feel like they've got you, that's when the devaluing starts. And the devaluing can look like, you know, with Gabby, it can look like um, making her OCD wrong, um, saying that she's never going to be successful um, with her her vlogs and, um, you know, what she wanted to create on Instagram, etc. And so you notice when, when she says, he, you know, he doesn't believe, she bends forward and it's this real um, sadness. It's this, you know, and it's, it hurts. Amber personalities hurt. And, and it's really confusing to anyone because it's not overt. If she said to him, for example, do you believe that I'm, I can do this? He may actually say, yeah, I do. Oh, but then you said the other, no, I never said that, honey. You know, that's you overreacting again, for example. So you, you're just with the amber personality, you're just always questioning yourself. Something just feels off and wrong and you don't get it and there's this push-pull and there's walking on eggshells and, and as I said, it's a different walking on eggshells. When you're walking on eggshells with the red personality, you know what you're going to get if you, if you um, behave inappropriately, Right. They've got total control over that. Covert amber personalities, they have control and manipulate you in a way that's not, that's not overt. And if you ever question them, they would actually come back at you in, in a minimising way that you're just, you know, you're just overreacting. And then that's when it gets into your crazy making where you start to become that energy that she presented at on that day where she looks like the one that's out of control. But she's actually reacting to the power and control that's been exerted over her in a covert way and um, so then as I said we've got the greens the green personality now the difference is I'd like to to say for example with with uh, you know chronic post-traumatic stress the green personality would be nothing it would just be like you know if I came up to one of my friends and said hey I've got a sore right foot they'd go okay cool you know is there anything I can contribute and so if I came up to them and said, hey, I've got post-traumatic stress disorder, they'd be like, hey, cool, is there anything that I need to be aware of that I can, you know, um, be there for you? Or, you know, what do you require with that? Is there anything I can help contribute? There's no judgment. There's no significance. There's no, oh, have you got that? Or there's no wrongness. And, there's, and when I say no significance, it's not like they have to do anything or fix anything. It's like, thanks for letting me know. And I'm here for you, if that, you know. And 
so what I might do is say, hey, you know, I'm just letting you know that I have, you know, two, I only have two triggers and um, one of them is is about um, courts. So I that's irrelevant really for um, most normal people that I get into a relationship with. Um, just with my abuser, I was in court just so long, so many times there was an exhaustion there. And, um, and then there's the um, other side where it's when someone comes very fast, like really fast up to me um, and with, a, with a noise or a bang or anything like that. So um, I'll just dissociate when that happens. Um, not now because I've, I've worked out my triggers. But um, So I'd probably say to them, you know, just don't come up to me really fast <laughs> and, um, and don't make like a bang noise um, really close to my head or, or move your arm and make a bang noise. Um, so there's just this, this absolute allowance for who you are and what you are. Nothing's made wrong. So that's the green. Now, the difference that I want to say too is when you raise a concern or an issue or a problem or whatever, however, you, however you want to put it, with a green personality, you are safe, secure and supported to do that. You don't question how, oh, how am I going to raise this with them? How am I going to, how am I going to tell my friend that I have chronic PTSD? How do, I'm what? You don't even have those thoughts because you know you're safe, secure and supported with them, right? The amber personality, you would probably feel there's like what you're saying, a bit, a bit embarrassed, a bit, a bit shameful, a bit um, when you, when you want to talk to that person that you're, you're almost apologising uh, for the fact that you have chronic post-traumatic stress disorder, for example. So if you find yourself wanting to, you know, analysing that, how do, how do I best let them know? Or how do I, that, that could be that that's because they're not a green flag personality. And a red personality, of course, as I said, if you divulge that, they would just um, think of you straight away as inferior and um, very uh, good value to manipulate. The, when a green personality um, if you want to sort of raise something that they're doing um, that you'd like to, for them to change or to just be aware of, a green personality is very self-reflective. So they're just really open to, oh, I didn't realise that. Um, they're willing to look at it and not from shame or um, resistance or reaction. They're just like, thanks for letting me know, let me look at this. And they're willing to also see if maybe, you're, maybe what you're saying isn't correct. They're really just open um, and of course, amber people—they're going to minimise. They're going to throw it back on you. They're going to make you question what you're saying. Is—is is it even true? And red personality is—you know—you can be anything from um, physically abused, hit—you know, um, um, shamed, pushed, shoved. Um, it's more overt. The yelling, um, all of that can happen when you mention something that uh, you know how they're behaving and that you you just like to talk about it. So as I've just gone through that, but one of the things you can actually just do is get the energies. Oh, okay, red energy is like a kind of danger energy. It's, it's unsafe. There's no safety, security and support. Oh, amber is like, it's like the amber light. Do I stop? Do I start? There's kind of like this anxiety of I, I don't feel safe, secure and support even though it's, there's no overt things going on. So it's like, you know, when you're driving, as I said, you, you know, you're not going to have a car accident, but you get that anxiety like, oh, you could, this could go off the rails. I, I mean, I got, it's this anxiety of do I go through, do I not? And, um, and then there's the green, right, um, where there's safety, security and support. So you can ask the question, 
when you meet somebody, whether it's for a possible new friendship or um, dating or work colleague or whatever it is, you can actually ask, is this person a green personality? Is it an amber personality? Is it a red per- are they a red personality? You're not doing it from a judgment. You're, doing, you're asking these questions for, to get the awareness of the energies. And so when you get the energy of, of oh, this is a green person, that's when you can go, okay, you know, that's safety, security and support. And then it's just choice. What would it generate great if I chose to date them or go out or, um, you know, join in a partnership as in a business partnership with them or whatever it is. Now, as much as I've said these are personalities, of course, at times, a green person can behave like a red person, like just make a mistake. Just, they, you know, they might have truly just been having an unconscious moment. But the difference is when you pull them up on it and you just go, hey, you know, um, is it okay? Are you okay? Like this is not normal for you to scream or whatever it is. Are you okay? And they go, yeah, I'm so sorry. I sh-, you know, that's, you know, they look at it in a different way. So just be aware of who is in your life and ask. You know, if you've got a boyfriend or girlfriend, ask, are they? What, you know, what are they? And as I said, it's not to conclude or judge and, and be aware that, you know, green personalities can mess up and, be, and behave like an amber and behave like a red. The difference is they will take res- responsibility, you know, well, not so much responsibility. They will actually look at it and go, wow, that choice was not a choice that created, I'm truly sorry, and how can I make up for that? And they don't do it from a, a wrongness. They don't do it from a resistance reaction. They just have got the information. Yep, I behaved in a way that, that was not okay. And if that hurt you in any way, I'm truly sorry. What can I do to make up for this? And amber personality, you're not going to get that. A red personality, you're not going to get that. And trying to make an amber person a green or a red person a green is like making a dog meow. You can't do it. It's not your job anyway. However, that sort of personality, uh, unless they do some serious kind of self stuff, <laughs> you know, self work, um, and, you know, it's not really open to them until they choose something different, until they actually realize um, what's going on there. So, hopefully, that's given you a little bit of a clue. Um, and if you start to just explore, as I said, who's around you and, and, um, or when someone does something that's really lovely and you feel amazing, just acknowledge it. Oh, that's a green, that's a green energy. You know, just if there's a lightness, that's actually safety, security and support, right? The other thing is how to stop choosing these people. <laughs> so the first thing is you need to recognise it. You need to acknowledge it and recognise it. And that's what we just talked about, right? And sometimes that in itself, if, we're, you know, if we are truly traumatised, we don't want to see that other people are cruel. We don't want to see that other people love manipulating um, in, a, in a way that is unconscious and unkind. We don't want to even know or acknowledge that someone could be make choices that you know physically hurt, mentally hurt, emotionally hurt, financially hurt other people, right? Now, depending on your spectrum of trauma, depending on how you are, how much trauma is in your body and your you know your energy field, you may have trouble. Even if you know they're a red personality, you may have trouble leaving. And as we've talked about, it takes, you know, sometimes up to seven times, that's the average, to recognise a red personality and and have the courage to um, leave. 
we've talked about in you know one of the earlier podcasts it's all about energy so you can have that you might have the cognition that they're a red personality however you might not have the energy to leave so i'm just highlighting that again please look at what you can do to actually increase the energy in your body and your field and when you increase the energy in the body in your body in the field you'll have more capacity to stop choosing these people so even though you you know you're being loved bombed you'll have enough energy to go, this is love bombing, I'm taking a self-care act and I'm not going to go out with that person anymore. It takes energy to be able to act on your awareness. So, you know, please please understand that you're not wrong if you're staying in a, in a relationship that's hurting you. Um, you'll get there when you get there. You'll, you know, use your awareness on when it's time. However, energy is a really vital factor to giving you what it takes to leave. You will need some energy to leave. So uh, that's probably all I'm going to say now. I've been talking for a long time. (laughs) So just uh, probably what I want to leave you with is awareness is your only protection, not judgment. And be willing to have your back as much as possible and bring in enough energy to have your back even more and more and more and more. The more energy that you bring into your body, the more space that you have. And the more space that you have, the more possibilities show up for you to be able to leave, for example, or or get even more support or uh, information, etc., for you to either not choose them, leave them, or um, to the point where I see where you're in, you've got enough energy, you've got enough space that these people, as in the amber and the red, they don't, they don't even engage with you. You're too hard. So that's the world I see that we are um, willing to, and it's bravery, guys, it's bravery, be willing to bring in more energy than you have currently. And that's vulnerable because when you bring in more energy, then, then things have to change. When you bring in more energy, then you're bringing in more space. And when you bring in more space, you're going to start seeing things you might not want to see. You might, you know, become aware of things that really need to change. And when you, you know, perceive it and sense it, it's, you, you can't unsee it or unhear it, right? So there's a level of uncomfortableness. However, the more energy you bring in, the more space you bring in and be, then you're also going to not only see all the things that I just mentioned, you're also going to see all the dolphins out there. You're going to see... Um, and, you know, I speak about dolphins, the, the ones that, you know, they frolic and play and they're awesome in the water. But, however, if a snake comes, they are also your defender. You know, well, when I say defender, I don't mean it that way. They just basically keep you safe just by who they be. And so there's a safety, security and support in these kind of people, the green people, right? So hopefully, uh, you know, that's invited you to look at, um, you know, where you're being you know, are you a red person? Are you an amber person? Are you a green person? And again, this is not from a conclusion point of view. It's just from an awareness. Do I have these energies? Are there things that I need to be aware of that I need to change so I can actually contribute even more to, my, you know, not not just myself, my family, but to the world? And, you know, we, we tend to be amber and red due to trauma, Right, and so when you free yourself from the trauma and the body and the trauma, you know, you bring that space in, then you can actually shine. Because I do believe, apart from you know uh, certain personalities, uh, you know, pathological um, 
uh, I've gotten blank on what they're called, um, psychopaths. You know, they're born in, in a sense. But generally speaking, you know, if we are willing to look at the trauma and take responsibility, and when I say take responsibility, I don't mean responsible for, I just mean be in awareness of any energies that you have that actually don't generate and create for you and look at things that you do that might be amber or red because you can be a green personality and still have amber and red due to generational trauma in your body, due to indoctrination, due to being in a domestic violence situation where you've actually tried to suck the abuse out of and the wrongness and the shame out of your perpetrator and therefore now you're feeling that way. You know, there's a lot of stuff going on. But it takes becoming aware of these energies. There are energies that are generative and creative, green energies. There are ambers which really just still keep you not choosing and in a place of limbo. And then there's the the red, which is real total d- denial and invalidation of your being, whether it's coming from someone else or you're doing that to yourself. So how about becoming a dolphin in your own life and start asking for dolphins to show up in your life? They are there. And uh, you might not have a point of reference. I certainly didn't have a point of reference um, initially when I got out of uh, my abusive relationship. However, now I have lots of frolicking dolphins around me and I'm so grateful. And, uh, you know, more, please. <laughs> you know, more, please. All right, take care. And um, what else is possible for you? And know that you are loved. Know that you're a gift. Know that no matter what is going on for you, things can change one day at a time. You've got this. Open up, bring in more energy and start talking to people. Um, that will help you, but it will also um, be a deterrent. As far as when you start to speak out, you're more of a threat in that regard. And of course, do not do that if you're in a domestic violence relationship that you speaking out, if they find out about that, brings you harm. Do it in a way that you are always safe, secure and supported. Um, and again, I'm not an expert. I'm just sharing what I have learnt And hopefully that's an invitation for you to go check out the modalities and the different specialists out there so you can become trauma-informed yourself. All right, uh, take care. Bye-bye.